Look, I'm still sitting look. Oh. <laughs> oh, that is a big ass mouthful of mac and cheese too. <laughs> look, Brian's trying to find us some music because he was not prepared. Yeah, I wasn't. I kind of was, but I wasn't. Yeah, in a different zone from yesterday that was going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm about to share with friends. I'm like, why y'all having me share with people that I know ain't finna listen to this thing? Too, you know, inside of his record that you see on that one from the uh, from the great, the greatest of all time, you know, <laughs> the uh, greatest of all time, Robert Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, okay. That's, that's what uh, that's what the song was. Why they call it? Oh, okay, yeah. God damn, man, what's yeah. going on, man? Yeah. But yeah, that, that, that's my pick for the week. You know what I'm saying? Uh, how, how can you go wrong with uh, what a great young singer, you know what I'm saying, paying tribute to one of the greats, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to uh, the best sex music you'll ever hear in your life. You know, go uh, download that. That's an independent artist, uh, Kenyon. Oh, it's independent too? All right. Let's mm-hmm. yeah. go. How y'all uh, week been? A uh, couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks. Since a couple weeks? Mm-hmm. Ma? Oh, yeah, it has been a couple of weeks, huh? Mm-hmm. Can I say how much I love that you can? I'm like, Ma, how your week been going? <laughs> like, I love that now. Like, yeah. instead of V, like, I love that it's Ma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of hard to keep that shit from coming out. I think I almost said that shit a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah you did, it was so and funny. I, I was looking. Right. <laughs> I had. But that's not like one of the biggest things. Like when you hear people like, and that's his, that's his mama. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's his mama. Yeah. <laughs> but how your week been? How, how's it been going? My, I look. I live for the weekend. My <laughs> my weeks are like weekdays are like very boring. Um, so I just basically live for the weekend. Um, especially if I know I got something to do, hang mm-hmm. out, you know, with my besties and and all of that, see what we can get into. And but um, my um sister group party was really really off the chain last night. I think mm-hmm. I had too many gummy bears. But um, mm-hmm. did you get anybody pregnant last night though? Did I mm-hmm. get anybody pregnant? Listen, mm-hmm. that'd be the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Nah, she. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. She's like, what now? 
Look, she she in her feelings right now. No, you can tell. I, you can tell she in her feelings no, right now. No, I mean I was around a bunch of ladies. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I don't. You and know, even after you left, I mean she. Can, no, that I is went, very true. No, the night does not have to die after you well, leave. No, the party. I went. I just went home and went to sleep. But um, yeah, but mm, he put you to sleep. No, oh, okay. nobody put me to sleep. Okay, I'm just checking. No, I was no. Unfortunately, sound like it. She sounds a little down about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm a little. I'm a little down, but I'm all right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, if anybody know how to handle themselves, mm-hmm. you know, mm. bitch know how to get themselves right. <laughs> <laughs> if it boils down to it, right, uh, right. I don't need no help with that now. Listen, listen. but yeah, that's been good. Yeah, it's just you know it's been good. You know. Okay. Shout out to my sister group. I love y'all bitches. <laughs> <laughs> sister group. Everybody need one of them. I got to I got to get me a a sister group. Oh yeah, mine is mine is off the chain. We 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 we've been doing this 20 years strong. We Good. love We love well, our is is a partly reduced lunch. It's not sisters, but we're we're siblings. Yes. Siblings? <laughs> siblings? Yeah, sibling group. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, I don't I don't know how that go. With that dynamic, but y'all siblings also. That's that's, yeah. that's like my best friend. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, then. Cool. Shoot. Yeah. We can look. They won, shit. Literally. So, how's your week been? It's been a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. Mine was great. You know, last weekend was my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, 33. Uh, came in and then knocked that one out of the park. You know what I'm saying? I went to uh, Atlanta. Spent the weekend up there. That's the reason why we took off last week. Uh, that was fun, you know. Just Atlanta always a ball, you know what I'm saying? Go out there, go to the script club, you know what I'm saying? Eat, eat some some dope food, uh, set some some vibes, you know what I'm saying? The sexual vibes was definitely in the air, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate my mama before, mm-hmm. we, before we went out the first night because who I went with, she was, uh, was kind of scared. Uh, she never been nowhere out of town, I guess. I ain't gonna say she never been out of town with a nigga who uh who had the type of who brought the vibes like I did, but when I went there, I was like, uh, well, you know, we having sex before we go out and when we come home, when we come back from the room, right? You know what I'm saying? She was like, what? And it's like, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> it's like exactly like this is how this is gonna go the entire weekend because before that, like we usually only have sex like you know once a week. You know, if mm-hmm. that, you know what I'm saying, sometimes we skip that. But, uh, you know, she was like, I don't know, like, about that, you know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, You well, know I, now. Now you know. <laughs> then my mama ended up calling right before we went out, you know what I'm saying? And I told her, and she, my mom was like, nigga, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? She was talking to her like, you know what I'm saying? Tell her what you, tell her what you told her, mom. So she was like, Brian is just like. Just wanting to have sex all the time. I was like, No, nah, that ain't what she what, said. What she, she said? said she she want, said? I wanted to have sex before we went out and after we went out. I don't want to. She oh yeah, never, she. Had, she that, never experienced me. Well yeah, on that's what she said. Day. And I was like, you were, Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. You supposed to get that together before. Hey, you want to fuck before we go out? Or wait, wait till we come back? Or you want to do both? You got to get that. I was like, uh, and she, she talking about. Oh, I forgot. You're his mom. Right, <laughs> right. Like yeah, and I'm like, um, yeah, what the hell you thought was going on? Right. You thought we was just going to sit up and look at each other all weekend? <laughs> no, it's time to fuck. Yeah. Yeah, she did. After you got the phone, she was like, that is your mom. <laughs> <That is dope." laughs> like, yeah. 
So yeah, that, that's the, that's how we started off the weekend and shit. We went to some museums while we was up there and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? That shit was great. You know the whole weekend. Flew up there on Friday. Flew back Sunday evening. Speaking of edibles, she had the uh, I had done. She had never took edibles before. Either, you know really? what I'm saying? Yeah, Aww. so I gave her a gummy the Congratulations. first. Congratulations. The, <laughs> the first day we went down there, I gave her a gummy, and she was just like, like you say, the gummy didn't work on her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That shit worked for me. I was in the vibe. You know what I'm saying? But, like, she was like, nah, that shit ain't work. So I took her, and I uh, we went up there, and uh, one of my exes, we had lunch when we was up there, the same one that we had breakfast with that time. Okay. Yeah, so she... Uh, she uh, took us out. She was like, I got a piece of brownie at the crib. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? She was like, I ate a big piece one day and ended up having a uh, 24-hour like <laughs> experience with a, uh, what's her name? She was like, I got another piece at the crib. You can have some if you want some. So, you, so she took that shit early right before breakfast. You know what I'm saying? And she was just zooted. Like the whole, she was like, bro, I can't even move my body. She was like. <laughs> That's she was like this shit got intense, so the brownie worked for her, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, what's her name didn't, and uh, um gummy didn't, so that shit was nuts. So it's interesting to hear you say, you know, the same thing happened to you, but um, you know, that was the whole weekend. Basically, came back on Sunday, you know, what I'm saying, got back to it on that work shit the whole week, and then yesterday I had a uh, we took mushrooms yesterday. Oh, yeah, that was a real dope experience, like super intimate, just doing this. One of the better ones, I guess. They get better as they go along, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But like that was my like my fifth time taking it, and you know me and her took it together. That shit was dope. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all over the place. Full experiences though, you know what I'm saying? Like I liked it though; it was fun. So that you like the so it's, it's gonna be a, a thing that you do again? Oh yeah, of course. I mean, with her, I don't know. You know, I didn't ask her if she was gonna do it again, but mm-hmm. she had a good experience too. Good. I just like to let people sit with their experiences because, you know, I uh, from the first time to the second time I took mine, I think it might have been like a year. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Then after that, you know, uh, I pretty much had them multiple times, like a year. But uh, yeah, I like to let people sit with them. Just you know, whenever you want to come back to it, you you hit me up. I have a friend that, um, I don't know if she, I wouldn't say if she does it regular, but she definitely enjoys them. I was like, that's wild. Like, yeah. I would watch you guys do that. Yeah. <laughs> Fred tried to watch us do it one time, watch me and my little brother do it. And by the time it was uh, like an hour in and he was just like, and I had, no, I said, I was like, bro, stop playing. Like, you, you, <laughs> you here, you seeing this shit, you super curious. Like, mm-hmm. just take it, bro. You know what I'm saying? He ended up taking it. That was our my first experience. Me and him had me, him, and my little brother had our mm-hmm. first experiences together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it was dope. But I don't think you'll be able to sit down. Well, it depends on who you with. Cause Fred would have probably sat there the whole time if it wasn't there with me. Cause mm-hmm. I initiated. It's like, man, just take it. Like you ain't gonna die. Obviously, you see me sitting here. I'm not dying. <laughs> and you're super curious to know what's on the other side for mm-hmm. real. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was dope. Uh, Every, and anybody who do it, like, hit me up, shit. I want to hear about people's experiences with these things because everybody got a different experience, you know. Mm-hmm. Super spiritual. I feel like a super spiritual experience. It's not like a drug, like, drug type of experience. Like, you taking a, a prescription pill or cocaine or something like that, which I've never done either one of those, so I don't really know. But <laughs> from what I hear, it's just like a, you know, it's a different type of experience. Mm-hmm. To me, these experiences are super spiritual. Mm. So, was there sex on the shrooms? No, no, no. Oh. 
No, it was not sex on Next the shrooms. Next time. I had one experience where it was sex on shrooms, and that was probably my least favorite shrooms. Really? Yes. Uh, even though it was a great experience. Yeah. You know, it was one of my top sexual experiences, period. But the shroom experience, in my opinion, is more of a relational thing. Mm-hmm. Like a, a, It's more about, like, uh, the actual experience of the friendship that's there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's not so much. So, uh the uh, a sexual drug in mm. my opinion is merging of, uh, of more so, you know you've seen the movies where people are, like doing drugs on all these different I mean having sex on all these different drugs so I was like wondering if that was like a thing and how like if it was good or whatever so that's, that was no, my that question was you seen the movies the sex was great you know I just my, my other per, my other experiences that I had with, with Fred and my little brother and the other two women that I took the um, substance with and the mm-hmm. one this, the experiences that I've had with myself it just wasn't so much physical sex, mm. you know what I'm saying? It was a more of a emotional, intellectual experience. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Listen, I, I've never done any of them, so that's, that's why I'm like I'm just listening intently, like, okay, listen, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, it's, it's super dope. You know, if you ever get to talk to anybody about them, you know, I, I, every time somebody tell me they, they, they've taken it, I want to sit down and have a conversation about what they took from it. You know mm. what I'm saying? It's always a very stimulating conversation. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Listen, have you done shrooms before? That lady ain't did nothing. But, Would you do them? But Stella Rose. <laughs> yeah, don't do her. Don't do her. Shut your motherfucking ass up. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, I'm just, I haven't done any of that. I'm just like a, I'm like a high off life person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, if if I do, it's basically I guess probably just gonna intensify my personality that I already have. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been times that I've been out and having a good time. People are like you drink it? Uh. Uh-uh. Mm. Yeah. Shrooms is more of a. Uh, it just it it show you more of yourself. I feel like if you've got anything from that you've been not wanting to deal with. It's gonna bring it all to the surface, like, mm-hmm. and put you in front of what the truth is. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, yeah, that's all it really is. And then, especially if you do it with another person, it does it to the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it just makes you see what's actually there. You know, um, that's pretty much it. It's not like a, it's not like a drug experience, even though it's a substance that you take in to induce a certain type of, but it's very personable. You know, yeah, it's not okay. like a recreational thing at all you know not gonna go to a party and try to you know take shrooms that's not what that is you go look i swear i saw that in a movie one day that's crying (laughs) like literally crying like in tears with snot coming down your nose so this is a question have you guys ever like (laughs) cried after sex like is it has it ever been like intense or whatever where like you just like cried after sex hell yeah really hell yeah oh yeah you know i have it's been a few times I have never. So what was that? Like, what what was the crying? Where did it come from? Like, do you remember? For me, it's like a transparency thing. Yeah, it like, a, like, it's the like a, the yeah. person and me and the other person get into a certain space where you realize in that space, like, you've dropped your guard to the point where it's not so much about sex anymore. It's mm-hmm. about just vulnerability. You know, and once you see that in the experience to work, because, you know, in relationships, you go through that clashing of heads you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it's like you go through that uh, but you know where do you show your most vulnerable space like mm-hmm. where you what do you show up as your most vulnerable self and a lot of time it is sex you know what I'm saying for me and my personal experience you know uh, 
I mean, I try to do it in conversations as much as possible, you know what I'm saying, or through conflict as much as possible, but sometimes it's just, that's where the work is, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But for me showing up in those spaces and the person just, you know what, like, you are entering me and I'm going to let down my entire God no matter what we went through this week, you know what I'm saying? It might have just been mm-hmm. a really tough week or a really tough, you know, experience. I think for me it was around the time my grandmother died and mm-hmm. I had sex and it was just like, damn, like, this person was just dead for me. Before this, we was... Beefing like mm-hmm. a motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? But like, no, you know, that. that shit happened, and uh, you know, it just came out, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's what my experience was. You remember yours? Yeah. <laughs> Do I remember mine? It's probably been years and years since that happened, so. But so, Brian, you touched on something where you were talking about like being vulnerable and stuff like in relationships. And so that brings us to one of the topics that we had today. Mm-hmm. Um, v has this video about um, dating someone and then it spawned this whole other conversation about um, insecurities and stuff like that within like relationships in the bedroom. And so um, we're going to have V play this video and then um, talk about what's on this video. You have the video? Yeah, yeah we get it. So Brian's going to get it. But we're going to talk about, like, um, it's basically sort of like dating someone who's gender fluid. Do you want to know? Do you not want to know? And what's your reasoning for wanting to know um, that information, wanting to know about your partner's past? So um, Brian's going to cue up that video, and we're just going to listen to that and hear what this guy has to say. Most women think that before you have sex with them, you should tell them that you've been with men, like they should have a choice, right? Did you feel like she should have a choice? No, because I was never really with men until the whole Jeffrey shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like I was with them. It was experience, but it happened, but it wasn't nothing consistent. It wasn't nothing where I just kept like going back to it. That shit happened, and then like we never talked again. So it was because it was experimental. You didn't feel a need to explain. Exactly. Okay. But some people would disagree with you. Yeah, but that wasn't my girl. Like that was my baby mom. That's it. Do you believe that she would have reacted differently to the Jeffrey Star situation had she known that you had been attracted to guys before? No, she would act the same way because. No matter how much you communicate with females and they, and they want to know everything and they say, hey, tell me everything and da da da, they still have the same reaction. Because so they can't I, handle it? They can't at all. So mm-hmm. whether I told her or not, she never can handle it. Just like I'm not with her now. She's in France. Why? Because she can't handle it. And so she took your kid to France. Exactly. Do you believe that a woman has a right to know a man's sexual history before they were together? If she can handle it, yeah. But at the end of the day, how I feel is, I don't give a f- what a girl did before I met him. I don't care what a guy did before I met you. Like, whatever you did in your past was before I met you. That had nothing to do with me. So we gonna focus on the present and the future. That's it, period. Uh, I, th- I, I tend to say a lot of men want to explore their sexuality, but black men won't allow themselves to. You being somebody who's done it, um, what do you think about that? Do you think more people should explore their sexuality? Do you think it should be less controversial? I, I feel like um, black men should explore their uh, sexuality just because I feel like if you just like something and you want to try something different, something new, I feel like you should be comfortable with doing that and not really care about what anybody else thinks. What do you think about women who can't handle conversations with their men about their sexuality? Do you um, think more women would be in happier relationships if, they could, if their men could be open with them? Yes, for sure. Like I feel like if, if, if men can be open with women and women can actually just handle the truth, then this won't even be happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me preface this. Hmm. So, so. <laughs> that was questions. that was that was a lot. Um, 
So V, you send it to us. So we'll have you go first to like what your thoughts are, even though we we kind of know what at, but go ahead. <laughs> that is just a crock of fucking bullshit. Because you're saying, oh, you see where she is now because she can't handle it. Well, maybe she's one of those type of people that want to know whether or not her man is fucking another man. Now, if you don't care, then you just don't care. And then you would know that person wouldn't care. But what if it's the instance of you found out that your significant other is in the bestiality and you done found out after you in the relationship? Don't you want to know if your mate is fucking dogs? Yes, I would want to know that. It's all with sexuality. It's a part of sexuality. If you found out you with a dude and the dude got a whole backyard full of dogs and he back there fucking the dogs, well, bitch, that's some shit I'm not going to get into. I'm sorry. And don't tell me after, oh, I didn't tell you that because you couldn't handle it. Bitch, you know I couldn't <laughs> handle that. Yeah. But my whole thing is give me a choice. Don't take me into this knowing that's what you're doing and you're not giving me a choice. Then it comes out and say, see, that's why I didn't tell you because you couldn't handle it. Well, if you know that, then why didn't you tell me from the beginning so I could walk the fuck away and not have a whole child with you? Okay. Okay. So then let's look. <laughs> devil's devil's advocate because we we definitely always want to put stuff on men but like mm-hmm. where is the ownership in your partner in doing proper vetting like in the poly world we talk about vetting all the time asking mm-hmm. these questions getting this information out why why didn't you ask these questions like when i lived in california like i lived in the san francisco bay area and this is probably very hypocritical stereotype or whatever whatever on me like i literally ask almost every guy if you've ever had a sexual experience with a man before because i was just in this area where it was mm-hmm. uh, a much more prevalent like these are questions that i ask in the very beginning so like Shit, for me air time too <laughs> with a bitch. you ever, you do you yeah fuck bitches and so but, that's yeah. the thing but like we <laughs> he might have could have like. asked her that question and he lied. Well, he should have, could have, would have, but like it's still like we can place the blame right. on him. But why are you not placing the blame? Like if these are things that are important that you know that you, because most women cannot handle that type of stuff. Like why are you even asking the question? Like I know my limits. Like I don't want to be with somebody like that. Like and it's not me because I'm okay with like a bi guy as long as he uh, he's up front. But you can't be mad at him for not telling you about his past when you didn't ask about it. When nine times out of ten he didn't ask you about your past either, and he's willing to accept your past. Like and like what you have like in the past isn't anything where like I'm finna be worried about the future. But I feel like we legit. Like, if you want to know some shit or you want to be pissed at some shit, like, you need to ask the questions. And I even say now, like, before I check you, I'm going to check myself. So did I, did, I, did I ask that question? So how can I super be pissed at you? Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a dope perspective. I think both of them are very necessary mm-hmm. to create the confines for the conversation because, okay, if a person is lying, be mad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you didn't take the time out for yourself, if you made assumptions and projected those assumptions and your assumptions came up wrong, you have no space to be mad at another person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You didn't do the due diligence of taking your time to get to know the person before you, and, and you know you have hard limits. If I know I have hard limits, it is my responsibility to go in every situation understanding, helping the person understand I have hard limits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like I can't assume that you, because I'm a black man, 
you understand because I'm a black man, I have specific hard limits. No, I'm an individual. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because your experiences with every other person before that, which he's clearly making those assumptions, he is. But at the same time, she may have been making certain assumptions towards him and projecting as well. You know what I'm saying? So each individual, in my opinion, has the clear responsibility to maintain the boundaries that they want to maintain. Mm -hmm. And if you don't communicate those, your assumptions being wrong should not be the other person's responsibility. Mm -hmm. I just really wish we could have a conversation with her because at this point, the way he said that like that, I don't believe him. Yeah, I don't think you, I don't think, I don't think you can ever really, you know, um, I, I, I think that's just the, the nuance of the conversation. I mean, you can't, I, I don't think, I think he has put himself on the stake, you know what I'm saying? Put himself in front of the world and said what he said, but at the same time, he made assumptions. So you, in that, in that space, you just can't assume I personally won't allow myself to assume what stance this other person has until mm-hmm. they make, you know what I'm saying, a statement. I understand what he's saying, and bro, I'm going to have a conversation with him in a specific way, but towards the other half of the conversation to make this conversation full circle. I just think, you know, both perspectives are very much so needed because mm-hmm. we just can't slay him. We're going to tell him, give him the information and say, bro, like, nah, you ain't do that right, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, that's that's a part of self-love, being able to step up to the plate and say, okay, I, I know I have these experiences. What do you feel about this? Let's have these right, conversations. That's what I'm saying. If you, if, you, okay, you know yourself. You know yourself. And you know the kind of man that you're attracted to or whatever. Um, if you haven't, you know, y'all done had conversations about sex and this and had all different kind of conversations, and I'm sure from the way I'm just saying how to, his appearance, how he's, I didn't seen him before. They didn't had a conversation about that before. They, they, I, 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 something had some type of, and even if you were talking about, because I don't know nobody who done got in a relationship and haven't talked about past experiences. If you talk about past experiences, that's going to come up. Why it didn't come out then? Because you're assuming in her mind, in her mind, that she can't handle it. But I don't think many relationships talk about past experience because a lot of people get into relationships because they fucked, and now we finna be in a whole relationship. And then now we like, mm-hmm. as in this relationship, we getting to know each other instead of getting to know each, getting to know somebody and then jumping into a relationship. So like, that's what we different. Like, I don't think they had conversations because I don't think people are asking any of those damn questions because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, if Brian's attracted to me, surely he ain't gay. But then I don't know what Brian has done. Well, not gay, but bisexual. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what he's mm-hmm. done in his past. And so we just literally assume these things. And then because most women aren't like us and they, like, create these open environments to, like, have that conversation of, like, I've done that in the past, he probably ain't going to bring that up. So it, it definitely is, like, her story, did you bring this up or did you guys talk about it and stuff? Like, that is definitely needed. But, like, to go through and just, like, crucify him because he didn't, like, openly put that out there, I I can't do it because, like, I know I'm going to vet somebody and ask all these questions, and we don't do that. And that's where communication becomes very important in these relationships. But then what you first, okay, this is just me, Mm -hmm. because I want to go into this having a healthy relationship, so I'm going to be truthful about Mm -hmm. something like that. Hey, is this okay with you before we even get into this? So my whole thing is, yeah, I mean, if if she didn't ask the question, just because she didn't ask it don't mean that you don't tell it. Mm-hmm. Because 
if this is something that comes out and it's something that she not going for, the relationship is going to fold. And now y'all got a whole baby. So just, I mean, just because she don't ask the, the question and you already know that it's there don't mean that you don't tell it because it's going to come out sooner or later what you do in the dark come to the light. Mm-hmm. And I, I think his, when you take, okay, so I'm going to take sex out of what he's saying out just right quick as far as like, was he fucking dudes or fucking women? His philosophy on how you should spend your time with another person is very spot on. That's what I preach. Like if you get with me, it's on it's the present and the future. Like we we're we're going from there, you know what I'm saying? Like the it, of course there's ways to talk about your past and there's ways to heal and it's ways to but we're not coming into most of the we're trying to build on what we have new. That's like saying you with your new girl if you just bitched at her for an hour straight about you know the worst times in your past. You know what I'm saying? And that was your demeanor all the time. And when she got next to you, she knew, oh, we're going back in the past. This is a ride back in the past. So I think his premise on that of, like, we're together now. We're enjoying each other now. Like, we love this spacing now. And now as far as the – I think everybody is right in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Because like how she said, if you ask the girl how she feels, she's going to say the same thing Vaughn's saying. Like, that's very heartbreaking, you know, coming from her side. And I just don't think the dude is – what he's trying to say, I don't think he's, um, and I don't want to use the word intelligent. I don't think he's thought it enough through to give mm-hmm. the super correct words, but he's making some points to where, you know what I'm saying, to back up um, what he's saying. And now as far as the um, the sex thing, I mean, I look at it like I didn't sign up to be on child support, but, I, you know what I'm saying, after the hump, I was on it, and then I found out about stuff in the past. So I think everybody walks in the situation sometimes when you get on the other side of shit, you saying, damn, I ain't, you should have told me this from the beginning. Or you should have, if this what we was going to do, we, we should have never had the baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, if this was your plan, because I had no idea this was your plan. You know what I'm saying? And you can't say it wasn't because it's something that happened. It happened in real life. So you can blame it on me. You can blame it on God. But this happened in real life. I ain't signed up for this. You know what I'm saying? This has affected my life terribly. Mm-hmm. So I think just us as human beings, we are constantly walking into situations with people the way you don't something something they have in them is going to may affect the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I I don't think men are in the space, especially if they're curious. Because I was just talking about niggas getting their ass ate on. We was on the clubhouse app, and everybody's oh man, what the? And I was like, is it because if you the visual of you getting your ass ate is like you eating a girl pussy out? Like, what is it that's making you scared to say this is something I like? You know what I'm saying? Or this is something new. Because, like, I couldn't even get control of my body. You understand? Like, I couldn't get control of myself when I did. And I said, this is different. This is different. So when he's saying the curious thing, everybody's stopping it to transgender and they stopping it to other men. I'm like, just new sexual experience with women. Niggas is scared to try because mm-hmm. they deem it as gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're so, so like, I, I see what he's, he's trying to say. I agree with all y'all points. Yeah. So I think it, it is definitely like okay. it's, it's definitely it's both of those things when it comes in there. Like, it's definitely over here because I am like when I talk about it, like, I want to be completely free. So I'm going to tell you everything up front. So, like, I'm, I'm definitely over here with V is right, at. Because if but, it's something that this person is not going to go for, mm-hmm. the relationship is not going to yeah. work. So mm-hmm. don't do it pretending. Mm-hmm. Be truthful. But that's a, that's going under the assumption that everybody is in a perfect space with yeah. themselves to be completely honest about exactly who they are. 
who is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, who is that? Right. Point him out. Like, if you ever met him in your life, yeah. Point him out. Right. Because I don't know him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this is a these situations be about growth and people be in situations like holding trauma in their body mm-hmm. intentionally. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter like Fred said, he didn't sign up for child support. <laughs> he didn't sign up for you to take. The, you know what I'm saying? Like, he signed up inside of these situations. Like, and all of us signed up. Oh, this is love. This is a space where we're going to love each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then when something doesn't go the way we saw it, because another person has another experience outside of us that we didn't sign up for, which everybody has those yeah. experiences. I guarantee you, in a year, five years, the person that's in your life right now is going to find out something about you that you have not told them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody. And this, everybody this topic brings up the other part that we were discussing this was like sexual shame within that mm-hmm. and it's like there is like even though that was in his past and so in this moment he may have thought he was finished with that like there's shame in like some of the things that we've done in our past and even in our present because you know even with me and and, and having this new little platform to talk about everything like that look my dad recently asked like how can I listen to your podcast and I'm like I do production and video work. <laughs> like, there's shame behind, like, these are the things that I talk about. They are 100% me, and I don't want to change them, but there's definitely still some shame in people knowing, like, this is what I do. And then so, like, to find out, like, oh, I have two boyfriends. Like, oh, so they just you just want the train running you. And I'm like, no, that's, that's not how it happens. It's all about pleasure. So I think there's a lot of shame around, like, sexual desires and things that we want in the bedroom that he, of course, has to deal with and we all have to deal with that he probably, like you said, hasn't probably dealt with. And, like, mm-hmm. how do you deal with that especially for black men doing things of this nature getting your ass ate getting pegged or whatever like that when it's not socially acceptable I love that you're saying especially black men but it's especially black people well it's people but it's I feel like for me I just feel like it's more so over here because like I get the whispers of like um, people have listened to the podcast like and it's from the men because the women are open in the room talking about everything and they're okay but the men are still whispering to me like you know I might I might be okay with getting pegged and you know, I'm like, why? Why not get my of ass? The sexual, they got, they got a, they got a whisper to you because of the sexual trauma that's come from the woman's life. Mm-hmm. If they were in a healthy situation with a woman that's dealt with a lot of that, their sexual trauma, they could talk to them. That's mm-hmm. that's the reason why you in the space to where they can come to you and talk to you about it because you've dealt with a lot of yours. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's like we've all dealing with this trauma, and the reason why we can't come to each other for it is because. One or both parties are still dealing with the same type of shit in their own personal ways. You know what I'm saying? It's like the insecurity is in the fact that we can't mm-hmm. talk. But I'm I'm gonna still say it's black men because like if I came out as bisexual, like men are like, oh yes, bitch, yeah, yes, absolutely. But like if if you came out as bisexual, mm-hmm. yeah, but still, it's in, inside of the same thing. Okay. If you you come out as having multiple boyfriends, yeah. Those but same it's, men, but it's on the, men. Tell, the same men is gonna tell you hooray for you know what I'm saying well, having sex with a woman for you having multiple male partners they're gonna be like oh that bitch oh is that's a hoe <laughs> she <laughs> just <laughs> like having <laughs> trains <laughs> ran on her every other day so I it's, wonder how it's, it's yeah, different it's, ways yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. it's different ways it's being projected but mm-hmm. it's the same thing yeah. just in different ways you and know then what killed me. They be hollering about, oh, yeah, she like to have trains ran on. Well, who the fuck she getting trains ran on her by? Fucking right. men. Yeah. <laughs> right. We were looking at each other. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
And I'd be like, really, for real? Yes. Don't do that, Fred. Don't do that. You sucking on that same nipple that he was just slapping his dick on. Niggas go to the strip club. For real. Do that shit. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? For real. Get a grip. It's just a real life. Like it's it's the black community is struggling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like in itself. You know what I'm saying? Me and Fred (laughs) was just on this app. You what's this shit called? The 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 clubhouse app, and we in the conversation about relationships, telling these women and men on these uh platform on this platform, like we okay with our like. You know, honestly, we would prefer that our women have relationships with multiple men. You know what I'm saying? It's like we know our women. We know the women in our lives love multiple. Like, we know our mamas. (laughs) We know our sisters. We know our aunties. We know our cousins. And we know in real life these women love multiple men. Mm -hmm. And it's not even (laughs) that they love multiple men. They love us, and then they understand our position that we can't be everything that they need. Right. So let me go right. over here and get right. this man. He's going to meet this need well, over here well, that they can't do. So still I think, inside of that. Like, mm-hmm. my mom has been here since day one. I've known every man that she loved. Mm-hmm. And I know the ones that she loved for real, she still loved to this day. You know, if they could get it together themselves mm-hmm. and experience her all at one time, she would. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's the real life, like, Reality that I've seen with my own two eyes. Yeah. Why would I deprive a woman that I'm experiencing from that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To me, that's selfish as yeah, hell. It is. Yeah. It is. And that's but that's the way most people are. Like when you go into like a lot of these relationships, like even just just sex in general, it's like I'm going to get my nut. I'm going to get this. I wasn't pleased. I wasn't this. And like for me, like I, I always say that like a lot of the things that people talk about with their sexual experiences, I ain't had them because almost every person that I've been in a relationship with had sex with. Like we were, we literally the conversation about sex and pleasure was like number one. So we went in, and our goal was to please our partner. Like and, and nobody never left me not getting mine unless it was like we, we got to run real quick and like we just. Mm-hmm to do this and like that's what he needed but like we are both focused on each other but most people that get into relationships or just having sex are going to have sex but not necessarily the pleasure experience v and i talk about all the damn time and and i think that's a big issue also is that they're only thinking about themselves instead of their partner and so like it needs a flip and well in everyday life it's okay to be selfish but like in the bedroom like let's try to flip that and like please our partner and then have a different experience of like seeing the pleasure from your partner and it is, i think it's like the most unfortunate thing with people is like not having a partner that wants to please you and you're like because we we set up with a dick sucking thing like we enjoy that because we enjoy seeing our partner please and it's then really they come up here, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so all of that but Getting back to the subject of I sexual shame. Okay. Since we're there, bro. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> listen, listen. It's our favorite, well, so I, it's I always time for dick sucking. I go into some freaky groups on Clubhouse because okay. I'm just a disgusting person. We but uh, one of the ladies was uh, one of the men stepped up and he was like, we were just telling the ladies how we like head. And I was like, damn, this is dope. Because like ladies here in the real time, like and one dude was like, man, when y'all just be moaning and doing it, it's just amazing. I'm like, wow, they a lot of like a lot of women don't know. You know what I'm saying? And then the women who do know start stepping up and talking. And she was like, y'all don't even know when. When the dick is in your mouth and you moan, you vibrate. And so it's like you got to vibrate it in your mouth as well. Like it's just so fuck. Even just the sound is literally the effect of you speaking while it's. So I mean, I was like, damn, this is great. So like, what is y'all thoughts just on like 
that's just what I heard. And I was like, man, I just need to either tell, ask them, like, what do y'all get out of that as far as the vibrations coming from when you, I guess, deep throat or whatever you're doing, you know? Um, well, <laughs> with with my current partner, like the thing that I enjoy is like you you feel it pulsating. Now I don't, I just something about that just feeling his dick pulsating in my mouth, like it is like the best thing. So I know he's enjoying himself, like, um, and that's what I want to make sure. And again, like I've talked about him, he's he's well endowed. So now it's just like, oh my my throat is stretching just a little bit. And so like I know the next day, like I'm gonna feel that shit, and I'm like, <laughs> and so it's still gonna make me quite excited and like anticipating the next time. But I definitely love feeling like him pulsating when like I'm sucking his dick like that is a great thing and then like all of a sudden it's like look I think my hair missed him because he done mm-hmm. grabbed a handful of that hair and everything like that just like just all of that stuff in his movements like I just enjoy all of that when it when it comes to pleasing him that way mm-hmm. it's just the pleasure of you knowing that you're giving your partner so much pleasure mm-hmm. gives you pleasure mm-hmm. and I think that's what it is for me because I will even like while I'm giving head can grab like one of the little vibrating toys and like put it at the base mm-hmm. of of it so it's more and I'm feeling it he's feeling yeah, it right I'm there, there right. was one the other day that there was like only eleven dollars, but it was like a cock ring, and on the back of it, it had yeah. like a little bit of a vibrator. Yes, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Look, I started to get it for all the guys for Christmas, and I'm like, Leisha, is that really appropriate? But I was like, Yes, look, it's look, very, hold on. But then yeah. I was like, Let me make sure. Let me get my next paycheck, and that's what everybody again for Christmas. But, um, but, but I think the the moaning thing. I think women who enjoy giving oral moan because we are receiving the pleasure and we like that but the women right. who do it as a task or a chore they're not moaning because it's just let me yeah. let me go ahead and do it it's done yeah, yeah. and yeah. i love it when 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 they watch mm-hmm. it's yeah. like so i hate when women do that yeah they position their back love towards it. your face so no you can't see. i love it no i'm gonna intentionally like look because at you i want like, you to I... see the visuals <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I personally don't like doing it without what you know with you not being able to watch me because first of all that means that I'm gonna have to scoot down a little farther to get to your balls, to get under your mm-hmm. balls. I want all of that to be right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all, for me, that's all in one. That's just all in one. So I'm yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm like playing the, uh, what you call it, the harmonica. You know what I'm saying? So this magic time, it's time yeah. to make some music yeah. here. Because you got to hear the toes cracking and all that. Right. Oh, that's music. That toe cracking, that is That's sexy, music like. to your ears. That's, that is. Listen, that is. somebody cracking their knuckles yes. and I just get you a little Look, excited. Look, they done caught a goddamn Charlotte horse. You got to wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, okay, hold on, hold on. Let me just suck you real quick. Right, so yeah. yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I done, wait a minute. I done caught a Charlotte. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. Look, that was um, last night in the middle of the party. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, he was like, why are you trying to be quiet? I was like, first of all, I don't want people to know I'm back here. And then they finna come back here. Like, cause I literally was trying to be quiet in the middle of the party. Like, it just, 
That's a whole nother yes. subject. Oh, right, right. <laughs> Damn, don't bring back them flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. No, last last night at the party, um, shout out to um Chief Roca. He had his um his thirtieth birthday party last night and Chief. they um they had a little stuff going on up front and me and dude just get his little eye yeah, contact and just yeah. went on to the back room, locked the door right quick. Like, yeah, yeah. but then it's so funny because like in nights. the middle of it, like there's a knock on the door and somebody like had left their phone or some shit back yeah. there. And I was like, don't you dare. And of course, boyfriend number one, don't give a shit. And he unlocked the door. What you need? I'm like, oh, this motherfucker right here. Like, are you serious? And look, I'm not finna stop what I'm doing because like I'm in a moment. But I was just like, I can't believe you did that. And I was like, Lord. And then they were like, Leisha, why are you coming out here grinning? I was like, I don't know, guys. <laughs> <laughs> just a hot mess. He is, he, but he, like, Lord, he is crazy. Cause I'm like, you just gonna pull it out right here in the middle of the, like the, the bar area. And I was like, dear God in heaven. But, um, but yeah, but I enjoy doing it. So it's like, yeah, that's spontaneity, yeah. man. What yeah. the fuck is life without that? Good flashback. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's just wild. He's, he's wild. And, um, like I enjoy it, but it's, but it is, it's like, I enjoy sucking dick. So like we finna get it in, but I think that's, that's a difference. And women have to start enjoying pleasing their partner and men the same way, like have to start enjoying pleasing their partner and let that be the focus. And I think the experiences really change around sex and how much pleasure they're receiving from it. And, mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. That's look. We look. We all sidetracked from like the topic because Fred had talked about dick sucking, and since that's our favorite, like, <laughs> look, there is always time for a dick sucking conversation right, on sex with the life on. <laughs> I don't know. A little bit, but so so we were we were talking about like sexual shame, mm-hmm. and so ha- is there anything that you guys are into where you felt like a little bit of shame of being into it at all? No. I ain't gonna say into nothing. It's just like you know, even being honest about loving multiple people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel a lot of shame around that. You know what I'm saying? It's like people look down on you for even having the audacity to even have multiple have feelings for multiple people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In the present moment. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, like you gonna frag me, fragment a nigga like that? You know what I'm saying? Like I gotta be that monolithic. You know what I'm saying? It's like. That shit is just that. That's I. I've dealt with a lot of shame around that, you know. And not coming into this space, you know, it's 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 a feeling. It's very intense, you know. what I'm saying being able to be honest about that, you know, what I'm saying out loud to mm-hmm. you know in the present moment, and just having to take whatever consequences come from it. You know? Yeah, but that's been my biggest thing. But have you faced any consequences? Like, weren't you like from like just being expressive about um, loving multiple people? I mean, yeah. I mean, people have just emotional reactions to mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, you. It's definitely like I can see why people lie. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I see. I can understand even in the now why I've lied about it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, because the truth when when a person who's not in a good space with themselves when they come to the idea of what they want in the relationship and, and this monogamy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whenever they hear you say that and they see you in that space, you know what I'm saying, in their life, like, yeah, it's, it's a lot to come with it. So, yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of hardship that come with it, a lot of difficult, you know, experiences in com- communication with the person, one of the people that you love, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I feel like that's what I would label as a consequence. Yeah. I think with me, like, there, there's been shame, <laughs> there's been a shame around a lot of it because there's just, growing up in a small town, um, Christian conservative household, like, and then just feeling a little bit different, like, just from 
enjoying porn because you don't hear women talking about enjoying porn Mm -hmm. and so like that was probably like my first thing of like i actually enjoy watching porn i love reading like erotic stories and like who can you talk to that about because no one's talking about that and then to move forward and you like watching people have sex and like you're okay with having sex with multiple people there's like all of these things that i'm like oh i just can't tell nobody and then at, at some point like i became okay with it and i'm not sure when that happened but i just became okay with it and like i'm like if if i'm doing it like i can't be the only one like there, there's something out there like that like i can't be the only one so then it just became me being okay talking out loud about these things and and talking out loud that's when i found like this whole community of people that are like doing these same things and like loving multiple people and you know having sex and they're still um, quote unquote quality people because that's what people like think when you when you say these things oh she's not wife material or anything like that like actually bitch I am <laughs> um, listen and you're just missing out which is, is something that like on the back end the guys have said like oh I slept on you yeah you did um, but it, it definitely I think around like sort of everything that I want relationship wise and sexual wise there's like a lot of shame around wanting those things and being able to express those things to a partner because like how are they going to feel like are they going to accept me and then growing up, like I said, growing up in that Christian household, it's like you want to be a wife. Like that's that's the ultimate goal is to be a wife and a mother. Mm-hmm. And it's like if I say these things, like am I going to be someone's wife? Is someone going to want to marry me? And then once I just like I don't need to be married to like have like a meaningful relationship with someone. Like once I started letting go and unlearning all that stuff, like it has been just bliss. Even though like I, I've been single for a while, like it's been bliss, like just being happy with who I am and knowing that like who I am, who I love and what I like to do, like it doesn't like negate anything about me. And I'm still like a worthy person, quote unquote, because mm-hmm. you guys can't see me, but mm-hmm. like a worthy person and like deserving of love. And I think that's what we have to realize is like in spite of anything that we are into, like we are deserving of love and every happiness that we want in this world. Yeah, dealing with shame is a definite part, I feel like, of, of my journey. Mm-hmm. I don't know about nobody else. I, I don't, you know, but it, I just feel like you just got to face it. You know, whatever you feel in your body is what you have to cultivate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like somebody out there who's going to be able to accept exactly who you are. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but, you know, if you keep trying to, you know, like you say, you have those Christian ideals. You have these these normalities that's created inside of, you know, just culture, period. You know, and if you allow the people around you and your community to tell you what's right for you then you ain't gonna never be really be mm-hmm. happy you know what i'm saying it's like shame is a part of you know life for the person who considers themselves an individual in my from my perspective you know what i'm saying it's like it's how you gonna be you know yourself if you continuously conforming to look a certain way to be able to make somebody else comfortable you know what i'm saying exactly i just feel like I'm just not willing to compromise my happiness for nobody else's happiness. And it's it's just crazy. I'm just not going to compromise my happiness to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Because in the outrun, I'm going to be unhappy. And you go, oh, yeah, well, now she's doing this. And she stopped all of that mess. It was just a phase she was going through. Mm-hmm. And now, look, hallelujah. <laughs> really? No. Mm-hmm. No. And I, it was, um, I think it was. Today I was looking and one of like one of my favorite men, Michael Bayston, I love him to death. He had a quote 
Look, we're all over here like looking for quotes. Mm-hmm. There's this Brene Brown one that I wanted to like find also to talk because like I love Brene. Brene talks about vulnerability and shame mm-hmm. so so much. She has a um a Netflix special. You guys to watch it. It's really good. But like Netflix just go read. And TED talk. She got two. TED oh yeah, talks. TED talks mm-hmm. are like amazing. Yeah. But um she she had a great um. And, oh, this is this is the one that I want to, because, like, I think when we talk about shame, it's not necessarily, there's shame within us, but then being able to share that shame, I think, is um, really important. So this is a quote that I was looking for. It's like, shame cannot survive being spoken and um, being met with empathy. And so I think that's the thing, like, when we're around other people who can be empathetic and, like, listen to you, like, that shame really goes away. And so one of the things that, like, I do, if you guys follow me on Facebook, is anytime I'm feeling, like, any type of shame, negativity, or anything like that that makes me just want to tense up like I always share it and then I'm so fortunate that most of the people on my Facebook page know me and they're just like they're so welcoming to it and then they can say like me too or something like that or I've been there also and I think that's the thing is like being around a group of people that are going to accept you and love you regardless of your shame regardless of like your mistakes and things like that I think that's important so definitely like check your crew of people that you're with so that you can be a hundred percent yourself and y'all create a podcast and talk about all this crazy shit and like mm-hmm. it, is, it is like the most beautiful thing in the world to be um, accepted by people and like that's why I'm so fortunate for Reduce Lunch and then even this podcast because like we came on as strangers and like this is my family that I could just talk about like everything with and you think we've been friends forever and it's been three four months, months. <laughs> yeah, or something like that so definitely find people that you can be yourself with and go into the situations like as V said just being open and honest and 100% authentic with yourself. And you're going to find those people that, like, love you and accept you and want to marry you if that's what you decide you want to do. <laughs> so this quote here by um, Michael Basin that he put on um, earlier this morning, some Christians only have windows but no mirrors. They mm-hmm. see everybody else's sins but never see their own. Mm-hmm. Amen. And but on a Sunday. Right. So <laughs> I just want to say I am just so happy. Well, Brian already knows. My circle of friends, they know me. They accept me. And they love me unconditionally. Shout out to the gems. Black Pearls love y'all for life. <laughs> <laughs> and um, those my ladies right there. It's And it's not even the thing of friends. They family. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just... I was just lucky enough and, you know, just blessed enough to find them. And we've stuck together through thick and thin, and it's by choice. Mm -hmm. And that's the most perfect thing. It's by choice. Mm -hmm. And we're doing it, and we're going to keep doing it Mm -hmm. till the wheels fall off. And that's the thing about relationships. People want to be chosen, but even in friendships, having people that are going to choose you over and over um, in spite of all of that, I think is really important. And I think if you guys have like issues with shame, sexual shame, no type, no matter what type of shame, like tell us what it is. And if you have like a difficult time, like having conversations with people, like let us know and like um, we can give you some advice on like how to start that conversation with friends, family, and even yourselves. Because I think like with even the four of us, far too included and um d like we've done a lot of self-work to be able to have these open and honest conversations with ourselves with other people and people we're trying to get into um like relationships or partnerships with so like if you are struggling in that area like let us know and um we'll, we'll i mean we'll discuss it more like this this topic came up and we thought it was great because it's 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 something that needs to be discussed even around sex and relationships of like shame and like you know disclosing information like just a, a lot of stuff goes up around this isn't in like our traditional like sex laden show but this is something that's very important when it comes mm-hmm. to 
relating with other people and forming um, partnerships and relationships with people. Yeah. Like just being yourself and getting connected to the right folks. And so. I just feel like even like I don't know how other people do with their relationships, but if I feel like that I can't be open and honest with you, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I can't come to you and say, oh, this and this, because my friends know some crazy stuff can come out my mouth. Mm-hmm. And they be like, that's 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 all. That's, you know what I'm saying? They already know, oh, this finna be something crazy. Sit down, y'all. Yeah. You know, but you know, but they know and they're like, we love you just for that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And if you if 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 y'all relationships not working out like that, friendships, I mean, whatever type of relationship, something got to be reevaluated. Mm-hmm. Something something wrong. Hmm. But I mean, that's just from my perspective. I guess because I got the greatest group of friends <laughs> ever, and y'all don't mm-hmm. have them, and so. So along this topic, shame and all this stuff, like let's let's talk about insecurities. And this one is going to be specifically we were going to talk about in relationships. So we're going to leave relationships alone. But in the bedroom, like, have you experienced any sort of insecurities in the bedroom, or have you always just been like completely and totally confident? But like, tell us about an experience or just a time or and how you like overcame any of that stuff. Oh, it's yeah, on me? Got, not like you guys well, got one? Shit, I mean, I'll go. Shit, my shit, definitely. I, you know, if you listen to Reduced Lunch at all, you already know we had a count. What, what, what was that uh, episode? MDE? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 medium uh, yeah, medium <laughs> dick energy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, our shit was, you know, I put my shit out there a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? In terms of the shit that you struggle with. In terms of, you know, being a man. You know what I'm saying? It's like you, you, you grow up in... Probably get introduced to porn, real porn. Probably you know what I'm saying around middle school somewhere, the end of elementary school, and start seeing it's like, damn, like this is no way that I'm gonna be able to motherfucking. uh, (laughs) This is going like this. Where I'm headed at ain't gonna be. Where I'm gonna be ain't gonna be that good. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you know, just facing those those um, fears of just. You know, not being big enough. Even I feel like it, I, and I said this on our other podcast in terms of being a, a man. I feel like no matter how big or how small you feel like you are in terms of size, penis size, it's not. You you always gonna have some form of insecurity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like because if you too big, you gonna be like damn, like nobody not gonna be able to. You know what I'm saying? That's problems. You know, long-term relationship with me. If it's mm-hmm. too small, you may feel the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody might cheat on you that's with somebody that's, you know what I'm saying, bigger. If you're too big, so cheat on you with somebody that's too small. Because it's, it's all about pleasure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to sex and shit like that. So, you know, I feel like for myself personally, I've dealt with a lot of insecurities, even, you know, around my body. You know, um, uh even looking at uh, maybe even pulling that influence from TV, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. uh, from media, or, you know, music and stuff like that. Whoever, you know, set the, you know, the the whatever they call that, you know what I'm saying, who you can pay yourself to and stuff like that. I mean, I'm I'm this type of person for a reason, but at the same time, I haven't always felt this way to even present myself mm-hmm. in this way for somebody to even look at me as, as attractive. You know what I'm saying? I've dealt with insecurities around. 
you know, just growing through puberty, you know what I'm saying, and not even really knowing how I'm going to, how I feel about myself, you know what I'm saying, and and going projecting that around and, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. So this has been a lot, you know, mentally, even especially in the sexual, you know what I'm saying, realm and and mental, you know, uh, aspects definitely, you know, uh, contribute to everything that you're going to experience sexually, you know, um, not even feeling like as a man, I don't even, as a young man, feeling like I don't even know how to please a woman, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, at 21, man, I had no clue what the hell I was doing at all. Like, just going in there, just getting in and getting out, you know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> it's like you know you don't know, but you yeah. won't even say that you don't know, you know what I'm saying? It's like that that type of shit, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like, for myself, hell yeah, mm. shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I couldn't say that straight up, like, fuck that, I ain't even being honest with myself. Yeah. I think I had like I have three things of where my insecurities came from, and I, mine has definitely been like a body image thing. Um, so surprisingly enough, when I was larger, like I didn't have really many body issues. Like I was fine because it was solid. But now, post weight loss, losing 150 pounds, like my tits ain't up like they supposed to be. Like the ass ain't round. Like nothing's firm the way it was. And so now it's like I look great in clothes in my head. Um, but, like, with the clothes off, it's, like, it's not the same. And so are they still going to be attracted to me when the clothes come off? So, like, there's still that insecurity, like, the first time that it comes around. And then even when it comes, like, in, in two spaces with sex, it comes around to um, the fact that this is going to shock some of you guys. I was almost 25 before I lost my virginity. And so that's, look, like, almost 10 years after most people have. So, like, I'm I'm having sex with these people. Like, am I, am I going to be, like, where they think I should be at 25 because they think I'm an experienced person? So, like, I had that, um, especially when I first started having sex because I wasn't as sexually experienced as other people. And then even now, being on this show and then being open and honest about, like, my sexual experiences, men looking at me like, it's either one way, it's like, oh, I ain't fucking with her because she on some wild shit. Just because I pegged a guy once. not saying that's what I'm going to always do. But they were like, I ain't fucking with this bitch. This bitch is right. (laughs) Like, I ain't fucking with this bitch or whatever like that. Or, like, um, them seeing this and, like, the only thing they're wanting is, like, just to pursue sex. And I'm like, yeah, this you got the wrong bitch. Like, I talk about this shit and, like, we're doing this, but I ain't doing this shit with everybody. Like, what I look like and so I still have that of being um, open and honest, but then it doesn't always yield me the type of men that I'm looking for. It's mm-hmm. like these men trying to get a nut thinking they finna get this. And so it's just like, I, I, there, there are times when I want to pull back, like at the party last night when a guy was like, oh, you're Alicia from Sex With Lights On. And I'm like, <laughs> like, what does he want? But he, <laughs> but he was like, oh my God, your show is dope as, fu- dope as fuck. And I was like, okay, that's great. But it's definitely like, I don't know what I'm going to attract. But it's like for the show for the culture for everybody else like I'm going to continue to have these conversations but it definitely makes me feel a bit insecure because of the people that I attract are not always like the good people that I that I want yeah, I ain't gonna lie I had those ex- experiences too you know in my relationships because I'm so open you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying I'm so like you don't really know what's gonna come out of my <laughs> mouth but you know it's gonna be the truth and it's mm-hmm. probably gonna be something that he probably ain't gonna wanna. It ain't gonna make you feel too great, you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like those types of shits is definitely affected, you know, the type of conversation that come up in re- in relationship and it's and it triggers insecurity mm-hmm. a lot, you know what I'm saying? And that shit definitely affects the the flow of sexual energy, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like even though you be very much so attracted to a person for real, like you trigger the hell out of them too, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah, it's, it's dope. It ain't, like, that part came up for me when you spoke on yours, you know, even attraction. You know, mine doesn't necessarily come from 
attraction, but people assume a lot of shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just because, like, I'm very open with my sexuality and, you know, just how I express myself, period. Mm-hmm. You know? I was telling when I was talking earlier about it, and, it was, and I was talking before I got into two boyfriends, like, I've been celibate for, like, over a year. Mm-hmm. And people are like, what? Like, nothing? I was like, no, because it's like I, I wanted different experiences, and people just assume that I'm wild. And I'm like, nah, I have, like, a lot of self-control, but it is it is interesting how people think just because you're you're sexually open-minded and free that you just out here wilding yep. and getting it all the time. I like that nah. assumption all mm-hmm. the time. And it's like, um, bitch, no. <laughs> I'm not out here giving away free coochie coupons <laughs> if that's what you think that I'm doing because coupons. that's not what I'm doing. Just because I talk about it a lot right. don't mean that every dude that walked by me, I'm fucking. That's not what that is. So, yeah, that's that's a it's a it's a lot of stigma that comes with that. Mm-hmm. And then of course with me being a full-figured woman, um it has been times where dudes thought that they was gonna use me as their experiment, <laughs> and I had to shut them down real quick. <laughs> nah, that's not what you finna do. Mm-hmm. You know, if you oh, I ain't never been with one, and, and this won't be the first one. Right. You know, take your little ass on somewhere, <laughs> and that's not what this is. Mm-hmm. You know, if you just are not like a man and. I'm not even saying like a a true BBW lover, just a a lover because it's men that love BBW women that actually love other women. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That other size women, and you could just you know you kind of just have to pick and you know pick and choose. You know what I'm saying? But what what I'm not finna be is your experiment. Mm-hmm. That's that's not finna happen. Yeah. And then coming with um. Like with the shaming, like I, I exposed one time before that, you know, after I got my hood pierced, um, the guy that I was with shamed the shit out of me, tried to shame the mm-hmm. shit out of me. And I was trying to figure out why you trying to shame me about this, but you steady want to put your mouth on it. <laughs> I just couldn't understand yeah. that, you know. And still today, if I would let him put his mouth on it, he would still put his mouth on mm-hmm. it. I wonder if I get like two more piercings, would he still want to put his mouth on it? Probably, Probably. would. Yeah. <laughs> that shit really don't yeah. matter. Like that's just him projecting his mm-hmm. shit on you. Right. Like, exactly. He's still attracted. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's right. But it's just, it's just crazy. But it is a lot of stigma that comes with you know with you being you know, open sexually and talking about it sexually, people mm. think your whole life revolves around sex yeah. and you just mm. willing just with any Joe Schmo, well, hey, I'm here, um, no, uh, Charles. Right. <laughs> nah, bruh. So you, so you don't have any insecurities though, but that's, I mean, of course, yes. I ha- mm-hmm. do. I wish I was smaller. Yes, mm-hmm. but you better come get this butt gut and come on and you know <laughs> shut the hell up because mm-hmm. it is what it is for right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. I can't do nothing about it today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just have to dress this package up pretty. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but hey. yeah. I mean, I, I, well, I didn't. Just I wouldn't. I, I was hearing both of uh, y'all talk, mm-hmm. and I didn't think. I didn't think that applied to. I really don't think it do. I mean, even you saying you wish you were smaller, that ain't really saying like, oh, but I give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, it's just like you want me to just say one. Yeah, why? Okay, I wish I was smaller. But 
if you I, want one, but I mean, I really don't give but a fuck and, because right, and that's why I'm. <laughs> I, I knew that before, but right. I needed to because sometimes I struggle. I'm trying to figure out where I missed the mark on giving a fuck sometimes because mm-hmm. I'm the type of person. I'm so hmm. I'm such a off the like mark black man that if you into me already, I it's not much selling. That, you know what I'm saying? Like that, and that's just how my brain works. You know what I'm saying? Like if you here, because I don't like invite people here like that. So you like forced your way inside of my door. Mm-hmm. Like I'm finna destroy you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I think my kink, in which I'm stepping into more, like my just, just a dominance thing, it won't allow me. I'm not allowed to like, you finna get this medium. If I'm pulling a medium dick out my pants, like. It's going to feel like 30 inches long because of the end of the, what I'm bringing behind it. Right. Like, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I'm, right. it's, it's, my demeanor is not going to allow you to think that ain't big enough. Right. I put you up against, so it's not, like, you're not going to win this war. You gonna, your body is going to be like, you're going to feel it after you leave. I'm not like the, I'm sitting there, oh, my dick is going to do the work. Bitch, I'm finna like, huh? That's what you thought this was, it was? Oh well, I hope you like it, bitch. Wait, I got your, I got your fucking head already, like on the way there. You ain't seen the motherfucker yet. Flashbacks, flashbacks. You understand me? <laughs> like, and, and that's just the energy. That's I'm. Once I get in that mode, that's the energy I'm bringing. Like for some reason, my and I and I should. Like I know I should. Like I be looking at myself and I say, "Damn, you should." But I, I'll just be. I guess even me having to rap and shit like that. I guess it come from an artistic side, the way it's this full confidence. To where it's like, damn, this is like stage mode. You know what I'm saying? This is like, this. I love this pressure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I love it. It's just never, I think my energy is something that just never let me down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which in turn, like, my dick, it just never let me down. Well, I, no matter I, I, if you was expecting big. I know I'm big enough to satisfy. Long as I know that, like, any any bitch. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. I'd be like, I'm big enough to satisfy you. always do that? I Man, bro, like bitches be rubbing on their clits to having full orgasms. My dick is big enough for any bitch I'm coming up against. You understand? Like from the door. I don't give a fuck what size you like. You're going to love this size. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you take this out. Well, how big is your dick? Whatever I pull out these fucking pants. <laughs> you don't have a decision in this matter. You put out. Nah, this ain't, this ain't Q&A. This ain't a, a partnership and agreement of what you're going to like. You you feel <laughs> <laughs> and you gonna remember this experience? You do that shit with them other niggas. Like I'm finna give you this. But dick. I, but you know what? I, 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 I'm here with you. I that. know. I know. I, I'm here with you with that because I don't. I don't. Me, I give two fucks about another bitch. Because once you get this work right here, you gonna get this work. Once you get this whole work yeah. right here, yeah. Nigga, you gonna be delirious once <laughs> you get this motherfucker work right here. And if somebody else give you back, that's oh, I'll applaud that's that nigga. That's good. That's good. That's Let good. Let me win. That nigga yeah. go to Dave and Buster's or something. Go. Right. Adam is one of your boyfriends. I'm like, damn, you found Absolutely. your life lit. But I'm you trying to find what? another bitch that but, can fuck like you. Your whole, life is lit. But the whole thing is, it it may be. But it's not gonna be just like mine. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna yeah. be something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they that, might have their own version of this shit. You know, but it's gonna saying? be something where yeah. they gonna say. Yeah. What you got going? 
Whether yeah. it's chicken yeah. soup versus Louise and lemon pepper chicken. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Like, and I and I even <laughs> with y'all too because I know like and y'all speak is because y'all were saying like expect a lot of expectations is coming behind some of the stuff that y'all mm-hmm. dealing with, and I, that's something I never had to deal with. Even just going to house. If I maybe if I went to range, like it would have instilled some. I went there for summer school one day, and I was like, bro, y'all, every bitch in here is bad. How do you focus on growing up regular? My whole life would be women if I went to this school. I didn't. I was, like, bewildered. <laughs> I'm used to going to class, and it's, like, one or two bitches I like in that bitch. Out of 30 or 40 kids. And we separated it, so I'm, I'm like, growing up in, you know, pressure. Every bitch in my life likes me because they have, I'm me. But being in a situation where you have to, like, be the greatest gorilla of all the gorillas to impress the girl, I never had none of that shit. But when I get you in this, when I get you in this bedroom, beloved, like, it's, I'm going to make sure it's an experience that's, like, I'm going to beat your ass. In here. And it's not an aggressive beat your ass. I'm not, you ain't going to feel like I'm in there punching you. It's just, like, I'm going to push you to your limits aggressively. I got heavy hands. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to see how you feel. Like, I want the next day to the next day after, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to just see how you feel after that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I have to have, like, just a, even if it's a fake, I don't know what kind of confidence it is, but I, every time I got to step in in a way, I can't fuck. Yeah. Shit, if I step in nervous, I just, if I step in nervous, it's a good thing, too, because it's a hell of a bitch on the other side that's got me, like, ooh, she, you want to eat my ass? Okay, how you want me to, <laughs> bitch try to get me to bend over, and I, and, and I haven't been, that's, I haven't done that yet. I haven't bent over yet. To lick my ass. I haven't bent over yet. She oh, was, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, she, right. You're like, well, you know, it's hard. You should bend that. And I'm like, <laughs> I like that you're thinking that way. I'm li- I like that you are bringing these opportunities to the uh. table. Just sit it on the table. Let me look at it. You know what I'm Let me go over these documents. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you, listen, man, f- fellas out there. <laughs> You haven't you haven't had throat babies yet until you tell her you about the nut and she just grab all your shit and just like Yeah, and you can feel yourself pulsating like down, you know I mean it's you haven't lived. (laughs) Men and women, the women who listen, these are you gonna have a nigga forever. There's no meal you can cook that's going to get a nigga that trapped. To, when they say throat babies, that's what they talking about. They're not talking about you licking the head and you <laughs> jacking the nigga. Stop jacking me off, bitch. Put this in the back of that. Put this back there. Let your throat do it. Let it do the job. So, yeah, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> I think going along with what you said, though, it's like in, in the moment, like there's no insecurities. But, like, I think just leading up that's to and point sort point of going point. into yeah, it like in the moment because like in the moment like oh listen i already know like i'm finna yeah, turn him out yeah. like I've had a- those moments in the moment in my past mm. in my early 20s uh yeah i think definitely when i first started out yeah, too like I definitely had those experiences like i can't even cap like yeah. back then i'm not talking like now go <laughs> 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 we'll listen to the last episode <laughs> but uh you know it just ain't always been here. Mm-hmm. I haven't always been. I can keep yeah. it the book. I have not always been. But I'm the most confident version of myself that I've ever been mm-hmm. now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? When nobody has to deal with no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm in the same energy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know. I don't care what you like. <laughs> right. whatever, whatever you think you like, that's what you thought. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's an experience that you, you maybe can go and get tomorrow if you right. want it. You know what I'm saying? But now, you have the opportunity to experience God. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like it, you are or you aren't. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's it is what it is. You know. Um, but I know that's a lot of that is just evolution, though. You know, some mm. people have certain relationships with their environments, with their parents, with mm. the idea of sex in its totality, and those mm. things just come intrinsically with what they inherited. You know what I'm saying? But some people don't. Some people are born in a more progressive environment, so they don't have certain, you know what I'm saying, just shit to just deal with and just shed over the years, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's normal for them, you know? Right. I think, and, and so, like, to go along with that, like, the, the confidence and stuff like that, I think that's why with the one guy that was in Gainesville and I started doing the Dom training with him, like, I wanted him to get that back because he had that before. And just life and his relationships have, like, taken him to a completely different place where I don't recognize him. And I feel like stepping into sort of, like, this Dom role and having this, like, for some reason, like, I feel like that'll bring it back. And I think for a lot of people, like, I think that could give them the confidence of being, like, in this space. But it, it really is about being ethical, not going in there and just being a dominant asshole, but, like, just stepping into that space and being able to command it and, like, and, and just finding yourself in that. And I think that has been what has happened with that guy and maybe some um, some other people. Because it's interesting to see other people who um, have been wanting to do that also. And they've been – they're not necessarily completely passive, but they're definitely in a space where they're not um, as open and sort of forthcoming with a lot of stuff. So I think Dom training and stuff like that and just getting more into the kink side of things can really help people um, sort of build that confidence in a, in a different way. <laughs> I think Fred already sound like he's, I don't know how a bitch get in there with him. That nigga sounds scary. He sounds right. like he got his foot on the bitch no, face. He do and all he do. kind of shit. He <laughs> but he do. This is this is this is. But we ain't finna yuck nobody. Yum. Go ahead. Yeah, this is what I um noticed because it's a pattern. Like I, I noticed it. I, I like what it does to a woman. Like I like that. I was talking to a girl on Clubhouse and we was like, "Do you like being submissive all the time?" And she was like, well, it depends on the mood. Sometimes I will, sometimes I don't. And all the other niggas was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I heard all that. And I said, that's so cute that you think you have a choice with me. <laughs> like, I'm turned on that you think that you have a choice, whether you're going to be aggressive or submissive. Or... It's cute. I like it. I like I like the spirit. Yeah. And when you do, it's something about like, oh, this is like, it's it's you right. It's scary. It's a it's a new experience. It's something where you know it's not gonna hurt you. You know, if I had a nine ten inch dick, oh my god, I would be killing bitches out here. That's why the experience is so good. I'm bringing like a regular dick to the table. <laughs> I'm not like killing you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm. <laughs> you know that's why it's. <laughs> yeah, it's a great, but it's a great experience. I know how to use this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I know exactly how to use my dick. They so it's into not, it though. Yeah, and look, I, you know, I'm watching the. Porno, death doesn't you know, look like, bad. Okay, so that's what a small dick looks like. Thank God, I'm. You know what I'm saying? Give me that medium dick energy. You know what I'm saying? Put me on the pill. I'm, I'm headed to. <laughs> Seven and three, four. So I'm headed. I'm almost. You know what I'm saying. I'm headed in that area, but I'm regular. Upper middle class. Upper yeah. middle class. Yeah. But I'm middle class. But boy, oh boy, the big dick energy I'm bringing in that room. Every time you look at it, you are gonna think it's bigger. You like, damn, that yeah. was bigger than I thought. One time, bro, chick, I came back after like I don't know what. That's what I was working out real hard early this year. And the motherfucker was like, bro, god damn, did shit grow or something. <laughs> <laughs> she looking at it after that after ego we, grew. That like, ego oh, grew. She like, oh my god, what happened? 
Love it. Did you go see The Wizard of Oz? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Look. Oh, I'm trying yeah. to like, I'm like, have I had that experience where like I revisited something and it just seemed bigger? Like, I don't hey, know. man. But another thing, one more thing, one more thing. <laughs> you can't, long as niggas out here giving, letting women make all the choices, you ain't gonna never satisfy a bitch. You keep asking, what do you like? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, what is? Oh, you don't know what you like. Yeah. You don't know what you like. Yeah. Come here, let me teach you something. Yeah. Let me, let me teach you how to talk right to me. Like. See, when we out here in the real world, you a you lawyer, you got all the jobs and shit. You, you know what I'm saying? You in in that world, you, yeah. hey, Mrs. Whoever, Mrs. Whatever, MD, whatever. <laughs> but in here, you understand me? This the dark side. You don't know nothing about this shit. This is exciting. You understand? Like this is gonna be an exciting experience. I had on, and I and I love that, and I love the introduction of that. Like I've noticed, if you if you take all the decisions away from a woman, without it feeling like some like rapey shit or like some you forcing yourself on me, that's why I don't force myself. I wait till you give me the control. I'm not coming. I'm not even shooting you no flirt. I'm a you gonna think I'm a square ass nigga until you give me the control. And you're going to say, shit, I gave this nigga this control. That's, and it's just going to be. <laughs> that's why I always say that submission is a gift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People, people gift. have to learn yeah. that like yeah. in everyday it's a gift. life. Mm-hmm. They think that's submission such a bad is a word. Gift. It's a gift. That's why every, who, since who know how to be submissive to my aggressiveness and not just like, this is new. That's, you will keep me forever. And the thing is, that just, you can't give that straight off rip. You mm-hmm. have to earn that submission. Mm-hmm. You have to earn yep. that. Yep, yep. That's what a lot of niggas think, too. They think yep. they just open their legs. Just, you get no, down there, you just, be that. They think that just because they have a mm-hmm. penis yeah. that you're supposed to submit. Yeah. No, that's not how that shit works. I'm going to give the guys some tips. <laughs> I'm going to give the guys some tips. Say she give you she give you hair for the first time or whatever. And y'all don't have a rapport. Because I know before, Brian, oh, he says all the time before he get in the situation, the rapport is such there that it's going to be more intimate coming with them. So this is just some like maybe the the rapport is there, but it ain't super intimate. We ain't even talked about nothing super deep. When she's sucking on that dick, you rub it through the you taking care of her hair. Like you are aggressively but softly, you know what I'm saying? Just with a head. You yeah. keeping that you controlling it. Don't all that shit yet. You it's a build up. Yeah. You show her that you care. You rub on the ear, you you appreciate that. You let her know you appreciate that. This is great. You know what I'm saying? Like you rubbing, blah, blah, blah. And next thing you know, like, you know, I got you. You ain't never had a nigga pull on you like this, but you don't even know. I done walked you into this shit and my dick is in the back of your throat. And it's just, you're not going to come in the room. Oh, I like it when it did. No, you like that nigga. Go fuck him. <laughs> but when you fucking me, this what. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless you come into me with the, all the bags. Mm-hmm. But in my experience, I got to take you to my world. I would love to go to your world. Let's go to that motherfucker. But it ain't going to be no, oh, I like my dick like this and like that. Okay, well, let me shut up. Niggas got to, you got to do that sometimes, niggas. Like, and if she don't like the dick, she don't like the dick. Mm-hmm. She ain't the one for you. But stop compromising with all these bitches. You ain't got, you ain't got the tool, brother. You working with a four and three quarters. You bring your game to the table. <laughs> Stop telling this this bitch. The last nigga she fuck is nine inches. This nigga was doing handstands in the pussy. What's your game plan? 
goodness. You gotta learn. You gotta know your bag. Trust your bag. You know what I'm saying. If, if you don't, if you don't trust your bag, then she definitely gonna. She definitely gonna. Yeah, she definitely not. She definitely gonna try to bring her whole past. And set that bitch right in front of your ass and, and, and tell you what, step one, two, three. Yeah, uh huh. And uh, nah, that ain't that ain't what you working with, partner. That ain't what you working with. You don't got enough. Oh my gosh. You know what I'm saying? The bank account ain't rolling like your boy shit ain't rolling. You did a position and you realize, oh, I ain't got quite enough in this. Nah, I ain't never did that one. Nah, nah, I ain't never did that one, bro. I, you know what I'm saying? Just the, I, I'm a big verbal fan as well too. So like I've been, I want you to come and sit on this dick. You know what I'm saying? Like I love just the verbalization and the visualization of that. Like come sit on this dick right quick. You know what I'm saying? Like blah blah blah. And I love that. But I think um, I don't know. I, I think it's the bed. The way I had my legs up, it just didn't feel good. It looked great. Like all her asses in between my shit, and it looked. It was a great visual. But the way my thighs were just hurting the fuck out of me. And I was like, you know what? Maybe if I had about a good two or three more on me, you know what I'm saying? This would be easier. You know what I'm saying? Were your legs together and hers were on the outside? No, my she was all inside of me. Like, my legs are spread all the way. I'm sitting on and the edge of the bed. Yeah, I'm sitting all. Wait a minute. Okay, I got this. Go ahead. Okay, all right, right. So, I'm on, imagine me sitting on the edge of the bed. And it's a higher bed. So, I'm propped up. My legs are propped up. And she's coming and sitting. On the dick, but she got okay. she got ass. So oh, her whole body is inside of my thigh, basically. Mm. She's and she and going. She she on the she coming with her butt towards you. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and that's a, yeah. And she going. Yeah. That yeah. motherfucker is going. And I'm yeah. like, what? Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like Vern Shroy over there. Mini me. But part of that, part of that is the the positioning of like from your dick. To oh yeah, we got a good position. Yeah. But I noticed on that particular position, I was like, look. Hold up, cause I'm gonna figure it out, nigga. I'm gonna the shit I want. I'm gonna we gonna figure this shit out. She had a lot of ass too, right? That's what you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what you had to do was you had to go up under there and raise Uh that up a little. Yeah, yeah. I was it was it was the first time I was in that position with it because I got I'm gonna figure that it felt great. Yeah, yeah. I was like I'm coming back to this. If you go and under there and just. Raise, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yes. And you, and you yeah. raise that. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That, was, yeah. that had to be the yeah. first time my dog. Now don't get this fucked up. That's my dog. Now. You know what I'm saying? That was the first time he tried that. You know what I'm saying? That was the first time he tried that. Yeah. So the first time, sometimes you might not get that yeah. right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, but if you go at that that fourth time. But then yeah, on the other you, thing, you know what I'm saying? You gonna yeah. kill that. Yeah. Ain't, you know what but saying? we talking about guys know what they bring to the table. Ladies, if you know you got a fat ass, you better know these positions. So like no, no no hold on hold on let me let so me help what, you. What so I'm gonna do for ass, you though. is I'm gonna yeah, yeah I'm gonna raise you. it and then Come on now. when you raise that up you got to turn yeah. around and look at him. He gonna yes. be like, yeah yeah yes. And then they gonna yeah. be like no baby you ain't got to do that I got you. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know you just yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what yeah. we gotta do. Yeah. Okay I got you. Mm-hmm. Let me let me support you in this manner. Right. You gotta get it. Come on man. Push your bag. You know what I'm saying. You know what your bag is, sir. Queen, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You know what your bag is, but yeah. push yourself. You, you got to have them moments. You got to have them moments with yourself, like, mm-hmm. you know, where you push yourself to the next level. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and he ain't going to always have, hit the mark every time. But don't you, ain't you glad that, you, that you're not so small that it's like, because I, be, I, I get it. Like, it's some niggas that are just too small. Yeah. You're right. I, I experienced that one but, time. But, and then, Brian, you're right, too. It's just I wouldn't know how to get 
mm. around. Mm. I wouldn't know how to. It'd be so much work getting around it. You know what I'm saying? Let me, let me, let me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know about that. Because what I, from what I'm hearing in in the streets, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's just depending on each person. You know what I'm saying? Because some women have had, from what I'm hearing, you know what I'm saying, from multiple women. Like the smallest that they've had has given them some of the best experiences that they've had, and some women can like have these you know experiences with another nigga that's bigger, and it just don't give them that same effect. But it's a from what they say, it's a fuller feeling, is what yeah. I hear. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But uh, no, nah, I mean I I don't I don't know because you know. It's, I, so this Small is what I'm going to so say. Subjective, you yeah. Know what I'm so this is what I think with the the smaller versus larger deal. So most women have not experienced like having their G spot like rubbed, massage, or anything like that with a dick. So us who have experienced someone smiling has done that. Like you know, smiling that bad because we we've, we've experienced our orgasm through like having our G spots stimulated. Whereas other women, they're so used to their pussies being filled, and that's how mm-hmm. they're like getting that fulfillment and that pleasure is having their pussy filled and that feeling going and touching these different spots and them with the clit or whatever like that. So I think it's just different experiences. So like you're like, what this smile thing gonna do to me? But you get one, and he's sitting up there just like jackhammering your cl- um your um <laughs> your G spot. Uh-huh. And like there you go. It just depends on how small it is. Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. I had one that was small. <laughs> And he could barely even get it in from the mm-hmm. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah but kept kept hollering back. Yeah. Oh, it keeps slipping out. You too wet. No, bitch, you too damn. Yeah. Too but that's little. why that's why like he needs to switch it up and he needs to know the position that yeah, he needs to get in so that he can be yeah, because even the, even yeah. from the back, if you like, if you lay on the stomach and you put a pillow up, it's no, right no, there. No, no, he didn't have enough for that. Yeah. Cause she got ass up. When like, I tell you, you it ass. was little. If you put a on her stomach no, and no, put no, a, pill, I don't care. Look, see y'all working with medium no, dick no, energy. No, he no, got no, small, no, small no, dick. No, That's what it is. So your medium dick's like right over here. It's like this. It's like this boy. It's like right there. Listen, listen. Do y'all see how 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 far my hand goes across? His dick didn't even reach here. From here. It's right there, though. It's right there. Leave your medium dick ass alone. Small dick can't do what you do. Do you see? Yeah. Hard. Ain't shit that you can do. Yeah, I guess not from the back. No. And there's always anal. This small. Mm. Mm. It's like a double A battery. Yeah, it's not a double A. That's like a nickel. It's like a double A battery.
you cut your balls off if you get if she liked the extension. Cool. This is take if you get in the extension because you don't feel like you enough. Yeah. I, go find you a bitch who like that shit, bro. Like that. But if she just like okay, I like your dick, but let me try. She just got a fetish for fourteen inch. Dildos, and you want to do that for do that for you know what I'm saying? But if it's just like, eh, my dick ain't enough, it's and like I want to say three inches, and he get fourteen inches, this shit just gonna. I feel like it's gonna fall off like just gravity. It's not gonna hold on. That yeah, it's gravity. not. Yeah. But so then this is my question, and then like it's it's slightly wild. It's like so then do you go like if you have like a four inch dick, do you go find like a little person and just start having like a hmm, little sure. person fetish? The biggest of dicks. Man, I, that's I know. Shit, I don't know. Shout out to Fred, our little dick correspondent. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> our little dick correspondent. You know, he goes in. Every, every time we go to the. You know. Somebody on the live said they going out bad using extensions. Oh, that's right. Thank you. Thank you. You're going out horrible. I mean, when you when you got a. Let's, I mean. If you got it, you know what I'm saying? If what you, you mean if you got it? If you got the extension and you need it, use it. You know what I'm saying? It's like using a, it's like breaking the. Uh, but, but so they you, could be but like. It's, it's women, it's lesbians out here using whole dildos, my nigga. Like if but you, the, I, see, in my head. Come on, man. So my thing is. You definitely judge. I was definitely say you definitely judge it, Come on, man. Let's do it like that. God damn, man. So in my head, like, what am I imagining extension? are like it's like it's like a pocket pussy for the man and then the extension for the woman for her to get it so like i feel like there's oh, both no, of no i don't know but <laughs> i'm saying that's just what i'm like, so funny like he stuttered well, the glasses just, on came back on pure ignorance here, boy. this is just, <laughs> that's just what i, I, I thought this is reduced less no, no, no. steroids it's like it, it goes on it but that's what that's in my head that's what i'm thinking but if it's not like we said this shit first on um december what december 20th 2020 so like that's our um invention of the pocket pussy yeah, um penis Extension, like, listen, this is our unofficial patent of that shit. Yeah. We want our monies, but like, that's just what I imagine that it's like. Is that you? You get in that, and then she's getting. That's just what I would think. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't see the point in okay, it. Okay, so Broadway said, "Nah, uh, fam, better work, work on his tongue game." Okay. Well, Broadway, Broadway, let me tell you oh, something. Man. He couldn't even work on that because he cut my clit. Bitch, with what? With his teeth? With his, he had a, a chip, too. Oh. How you get in the bag? How you get back there? He had a, he had a chip tooth up there. On the front? Oh, yeah. Damn. And he cut my clit with his tooth. Oh. Not once. You can't come back from that, really. But twice. Because I thought it might have been just. Oh, you went bike. Right. Because I was, oh, you know, I thought that, I thought it might have been. You know, it just happened. It was just a mishap. But no. With the little dick, though? You, went, you just went, went back for the head the, the, the second time or something? Look, me and you had the conversation. You know the dude I'm motherfucking talking about. Man. And I was trying to tell you how little his dick was. But you tell me, but he got a good personality, ma. Give him a chance. Oh I my was God. like, man, fuck Sound that like shit. Sound like such a chick. Oh, my God. And Brian was like, man, that man, nice, man. Give him a chance. Oh, okay, yeah. This shit lasted like two fucking weeks. So that's her non-sexual partner, because what we not finna do is go ahead and have bad sex with him. Right. No, that's yeah. not. But he that's was not nice, what, though. Yeah, he's non-sexual, though. Yeah, I feel yeah. No, but but I, you know I think about that. It's so funny. You're talking about like so how he small had was a his head game. Um, <laughs> the guy that I had like the first sexual experience with, like his dick was little, so I let him fuck me in the ass. So like that that could have been an option also. Is like mm. you guys had anal. No, okay. Like she's looking at me like I'm crazy. Slipping out of the. 
But the pussy's a little bit further down. The ass, the asshole's up a little bit further. So like he had better access to the okay, ass. Is what first I'm, of all, okay. okay. <laughs> he just had a lot of cons and no pros. Yeah, I mean, and, he yeah. was nice. But he was nice. But the little dick that he did have wasn't even rock hard. That's why it kept slipping. Do they work? No, I don't know if them damn gas station pills work. I don't look, know. Why have you had them? No, I have not had. No Listen, gas so we're gonna look. That's go, that's, that's y'all getting for Christmas for me. These gas station pills. I need y'all let us look, know if they work. What do y'all think about? She just mentioned these damn uh, non-sexual parts. What, what do y'all think about that? Do y'all feel like a person will be slighted? You know what I'm saying? Like, what do y'all feel about that? Look, like, I I said from like they. I feel like that's the culture of niggas or the culture of Fred feels like it's the culture of niggas. It's, uh, uh, yeah. But see, that's the thing. Like, everything is tied to sex. Cause, like, and, and again, this is, goes back to the kink thing. Like, you can, BDSM, like, a lot of those relationships don't involve sex. Like, one of the girls that I met last night at the party, she's, um, she doms men, but she doesn't have sex with any of them. And so the men receive their pleasure from that. And even there's a show on, I think it's on Netflix, it's called, um, Bonding. And that's what it is. It's all about, like, kink and stuff like that. But they don't have sex with anybody. And so that's the thing where we have to, like, start looking at things differently. But definitely in the kink world, you're not necessarily always that having sex with people. Yes. Like, what it sounds like y'all saying is, like, motherfucker, we not even going to be, like, kissing in this motherfucker. We, this is dinner dates. You hang out. We watch movies. You know, but, like. No, not but then, so this is the other part of it, too, and this is, again, why I say I'm a proponent for being poly, because, like, okay, let's say you have a partner, y'all fell in love, y'all y'all said get it. Mm-hmm. Something happened to them, they can no longer have sex. What are you going to, are you cheating on them, or are you breaking up with them? Why do any of that stuff when you can still have a meaningful relationship with them, but you have sex with someone else, because this person can no longer perform? Well, is the, is the man aware of that, though? I think it's why I'm going, like, is he, is he aware of, hey, oh, you're having sex? Oh, you have to be, you sex. have to be. That's, that's the thing, mm-hmm. you have to be, uh, you have to let them know that they are like if a nigga is fine with that that's the second person ever that I'm judging like cut your nuts off you know what I'm saying like you know you you can't go for that if they wanna have sex and you like nah I wanna fuck you but we can still do all the other shit and self fuck but I'm gonna fuck this other nigga over here though and he don't agree with it like if he not like and he not you can't be okay with that no if he okay with it it's cool but if he's just like Oh, you, if he's, because we've seen situations where we had people who we've seen that eventually thought they was going to get the pussy. But that's your and problem. And it was a lot of money spent. you eventually going to get that when she said in the jump, like, nah, but we I'm saying, But, she didn't, but yeah. she didn't say it. That's my thing. Now, now if everything is spoken for, I have no problem mm-hmm. with it. My thing is, like, you, you are, like, consciously, kind of subconsciously okay with getting strung along, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, just because maybe at the end of the rainbow some pussy coming. But then that's you know. also, that goes to me, that goes back to vetting and you, the conversations you're having with people from the very beginning. Like, so if you're doing all this shit and thinking you're going to get something, that's on you. Because you thinking you're finna get something when you, in the very beginning, didn't say, like, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for that, or whatever like that. That's on you. Yeah, I feel like motherfuckers be knowing. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you not go into a situation knowing, like, oh... This person, like, I'm attracted to this person. This person not attracted to me in that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, how does... I don't see that. I, I don't imagine doing that. You can't imagine doing what? I can't imagine being in a bitch presence, a queen presence. That's not attracted <laughs> to me. He is so funny. What? I, I can't imagine being in a queen's presence that is not in that way that's not attracted to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm in a lot of queen's presence all the time. 
But if the our relationship is like we fucking each other for real, and it's like, oh, you only fucking me because of like other things outside of like you're not attracted to me. You know what I'm saying? That's where like the bad head and all that shit come from. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I couldn't imagine entertaining a woman who wasn't attractive to me because I don't even know how to talk to bitches who not attracted to me. I don't know. I don't have a game plan for bitches to like to like me. I'm like, oh, you already here. But that's what I'm saying when it come to that. Like, I'm not saying, okay, say, but you've been in front of women who you were attracted to. Mm-hmm. You see, obviously was attracted to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you was attracted to, but mm-hmm. wasn't attracted to you, right? Yeah. Okay, oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. in those situations, like, like you was aware that, oh, this bitch is fine, but she's not gotcha. attracted to me. Gotcha. So if we have a relationship with each other, going forward, it's going mm-hmm. to have to be honest. And, like, I got to be on. She obviously can know that I'm attracted to her, but the fact that she's he's mm-hmm. she's not attracted to me is not going to affect me in a negative way because I knew this coming in. Got you see it. what I'm okay. saying? Okay, I got you. Yeah. So, I and that, that, could create a, okay. that could create a non-sexual, intimate relationship. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, like, what does that create? You know what I'm saying? Because... It, it, it could be it could, like the dude that we know that that shit happened to you know the multiples of dudes yeah. that we know that that happened to you know what I'm saying it's like it's just being denial and not able to cope with the feeling of rejection quote unquote mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but you knew that coming into yeah. the situation that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying this person that is obviously not giving you the reciprocal energy of being mm-hmm. attracted to you is not giving you that reciprocal energy you know what I'm saying? In a sexual way. Because they can give you, obviously, have a, a a very healthy friendship. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, if you can't cope with the fact that, okay, like this person it just isn't going to have sex with you, which a lot of people fold under because of the idea of rejection. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. then, like, I don't know. Like, I think yeah. that's a pussy-ass person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pussy-ass nigga. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I think niggas from the jump. That should be automatic thought, right? I think automatically niggas from the jump to be like, if this girl don't want to fuck me right now, like, she going to have to push me in the chair and unzip my pants and start sucking on my dick for the next time I'm in this thinking of, damn, I want to fuck with this person because once i get the idea of it just go to my instagram <laughs> follow a bunch of bad bitches i don't know i just find this bitch attractive you know what i'm saying like that's and i'm okay with in that sense but if it's something i'm like entertaining in my life or and like i brought it, it depends on the setting as well too you know what i'm saying it's like hey i know you'll be good modeling some of my merch you know what i'm saying like how can we turn this into a business venture but i don't think i could never sit in a setting where i'm just like I'm attracted to, I would lose the attraction almost immediately if I found out, oh, you're not interested. Okay, well, can we be friends or business partners? But I will never get back to that point. So if you arrive to that point, you have to fucking explain yourself, mm-hmm. which will happens to me all the fucking time. Yeah. That's like my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So by the time you get attracted, I'm already, you got to deal with the nigga that's in front of you. You know what I'm saying? I think I overstepped a lot of situations. And and jump the gun and fucking a motherfucker just cause like I come I came into the experience and I was like oh she fine and he and she was like oh I'm fine too you know and, and fucked them and didn't reap the benefits of what a non sexual relationship probably could have brought us you know what I'm saying cause a lot of motherfuckers be in them situations and can't really take who you is just cause and and they are very much so just madly attracted to you at a high level you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's like you realize after the situation, it's like, damn, that shit just could have went a lot different. 
you know what I'm saying, if I would have just not had sex with that person and just, like, you know, built built the relationship around that, you know what I'm saying? Just been able to acknowledge it, flirt and all that shit, but just not fuck the person, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I did that probably majority of my life. <laughs> I think everybody does. Everybody does, honestly. Yeah. And that's when, like, communication becomes important. And once you put that as, like, the most important factor in relationships, then I think things start to change and your relationships, how you relate to just people in general, and then your sexual experience, all that changes when the focus goes to, like, being able to communicate. When I was talking earlier, I was like, I'm going to try to talk to somebody first, and then if, like, you can't communicate with me, I already know, like, it's going to be trash. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not going to go anywhere. Like, I can still have sex with you, and and you're just my sexual partner, but, like, I can't do anything relationship-wise with you because it's, like, you're not going to be open to, like, different things, like, even to try different things in the bedroom. But, like, when we try to have a discussion, it's going to always be a fight or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so just Mm -hmm. knowing, like, when you have those conversations, just knowing that, oh, this is the person I fuck, not anybody I try to build or do any type of relationship Mm -hmm. shit with. And and actually being able to do that and knowing the difference and not, like, oh, this person I'm fucking, and let me try to get into a relationship with them because you put them in the fuck category for a reason because you already knew what the fuck was up. And and not like teetering on those lines. I think we teeter on those lines a lot because like the sex is good. Let me just try to get this date. Let me just get in the relationship with this person, and the shit just goes sideways. I love talking to the people that I have sex with. I'm always gonna try to talk mm-hmm. to the one. So I, that's just a, a recipe for disaster for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm gonna always just shoot something, a conversation. The most dynamic conversations I probably always want to have first with the person I'm having sex with. I don't know why that is for me. You know what I'm saying? But then after that, like if we can't have if we can't talk, but I done fucked up a lot. Like <laughs> goddamn if I have sex with people like I can't talk to, boy. That shit always end up fucked up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Everybody different though. You know what I'm saying? It's like just hearing that was just like, damn, like I wish I could do that, but nah. Like that shit is just not gonna work. Like my di- my personality is way too big. Like that motherfucker start motherfucking calling themselves stupid and said I said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I haven't I haven't done that in a while, but I definitely have. Like, cause it's it's literally like me asking that question. Like, cause I think with guys, like they come in here, like they like, oh well, I I want a relationship with this person when they really just trying to fuck. And so I'm like, nah, like, cause that's what happened with um the dude um that I'm in a relationship with. Like when he when he said something at brunch, I was like, oh you you trying to fuck or are you trying to like build some shit real. And he was like, nah, he was like, I don't just fuck. I'm trying to, like, see if there's a relationship going to be here. And I was like, okay. So then I moved different. But if he was trying to fuck, like, I might have entertained it because, you know, I'd hit that year mark. So it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I was free game. <laughs> Let me go ahead and, and just, just test this out a little bit like that. So, like, I might have been um, open to it. But, like, I can definitely compartmentalize, especially if we've had this, especially if, like, I'm feeling you and we've had this conversation about, like, sex versus relationship because I'm, I'm definitely sort of like a relationship person because I want, like, consistent sex. But if you said, like, nah, that's not what you're looking for, like, okay, that's the category that you're going into. And I think people, I think I think maybe everybody has that issue with, like, just being honest, like, what they're looking for. Because I think women sometimes just, like, they just broken up with somebody and they just want, like, somebody to fuck. But, like, just being able to, like, verbalize that to somebody, I think it's sometimes difficult. And then men, I think, don't say it all the time because, like, it's a woman just going to be down to fuck. And, mm-hmm. and, and trying to find that healthy balance sometimes I think is... It's difficult, but I will definitely. Oh, that's all you trying to do? Mm. All right, then I'm, I'm I'm down with that because like I'm it's open season now because that year has passed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, anyhow, you got pushed to the brink on that one, cause glad cause came out of the other side for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but I think that is. I think I think. Well, we gotcha, had no time. Think, 
Yeah, so I think we good. We got everything, but I think so. Next week, we definitely gonna go back and start talking about like the dating the single parents because I knew we weren't gonna get into that today. But we want to definitely again, if you are dating a single parent, um, have some advice on that. Like talk to us on what that's about because um, it's something I definitely have some experience with and then currently in. Yeah. And then um, we're gonna talk about these poly groups because V has been in there like <laughs> cussing people out in these poly groups in this poly world because <laughs> they they've been tripping. Yeah. Men worried about other men dicks, which we can never ever understand. But um, we record next week, or are we gonna? Uh, it's what's Christmas. next week? It's Christmas next week. Yeah, Christmas on is on Saturday? Friday, so Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah, I might have to work. Around the world. Shit. So look, so we'll see you when we look at you. We'll let you know. Like it, yeah. it might be um, first of the year. We might come out and do some a new one, but we're definitely gonna be talking about these topics and uh, anything else. You want anything else? No, I don't got nothing else. You got anything, B? No. We might we might take next week off. Oh, we might have to take next week off. That's New Year's too. Yeah. Oh. No, next week is next the week is Christmas and it's um New Year's. So it's okay. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll, we'll, might be too. We'll, we might just know. pop in. I think we can pop in the middle of the week. Do some um do some stuff on like um IG and just do a couple yeah. quick ones like we first started off. Okay. And do that. So, so just be looking out for yeah. like our next update. It's gonna be probably somewhere in the middle of the week that we go live, but it'll probably still get published um, on our regular Tuesday. Okay. All right, y'all.